Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Rook with Fred Quimma with Quimma Quimma Barlick. And we're seeing some red over in the livestock grains, mostly higher except for a few of the wheat contracts. But Brad, kind of a disappointing start to the day here in the cattle market, considering that cattle on feed report was pretty much neutral compared to expectations. Yeah, I'm with you. I am a little disappointed too. I wouldn't have been surprised to be a little lower. We had a pretty nice rally last week, of course, uh, and the week before. Um, and we're way off the lows, you know, so to have a little correction, uh, I guess, shouldn't be too alarming. But, uh, yeah, down 100 points, pretty easy this morning. And the feeder cattle down uh, some months over $2. Um, but that market's gotten sell quite overbought, too. I guess I look at it as maybe, you know, reflection on a little bit of a tire disappointing um, cash trade the way we traded last week. We basically hardly traded any cash cattle anywhere in the north or the south uh, and, and felt like it was just barely forced steady hardly even that that uh, so that might be reflective of it a little bit i i uh, we're getting to the next level of support here excuse me i'm kind of watching this break here while i'm visiting with you i think just under 176 on april um might provide a little bit of support off of a chart um, i think it's important to maybe mention that you know, I talked about chart stuff because the fundamental stuff lately doesn't seem like it's been real impactful, not at least sure. not in the fund community. Uh, now that you've got some moving averages flipped to 20 over the 40, things like that, and a fund that doesn't have a hardly a long position on, I was hopeful that maybe we would attract a little bit of fund buying here. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. The funds, actually, their powder's pretty dry here. They're not very long in this market at all, are they? No. Uh, about as small a position there as I can recall. Um, and open interest generally is small. Um, so, yeah, if we do get it going here, there's uh, certainly some dry powder, I think, that uh, that would, uh, you know, help us here. So I, I like the way the charts are setting up. Um, you know, the fundamental question, it seems to me, is uh, I was asking around Friday and this morning again with my um, so-called friends here in the business and, you know, just trying to rethink this perception since the October, November cattle on feed report, the September placements were bigger than they thought. October placements were also bigger than we expected. And, and that put this bearish uh, pall on uh, the first quarter with suddenly this, oh no, we have way more cattle in the first quarter than we thought we had, way more than we had last year. I personally am not necessarily convinced of that. It doesn't feel like that up here in my neck of the woods in the north. Um, so I don't know, you know, I, uh, that would be a question that, that I've been asking around people to see what's what they think. We've had a big break. Uh, to me, with the weather uh, influence here, with the, all the weight loss that we've experienced here in the north, I, I would think that there's still a bullish argument. No doubt. And let's talk a little bit about the cattle on feed report because uh, placement's down almost 5%. And also talk about the heifer versus steer placements because that was pretty important too, wasn't it? Well, I get a kick out of looking at this stuff. I don't know if anybody else does. They'd rather wait for the red line across the blue line, right? Make it, keep it simple. Um, I didn't see anything really on the weight breakdown part of the report that was that was uh, horribly interesting uh, that came out kind of pretty conventional. You know, it looks like we're going to have a few cattle in the summertime like we always do. Um, but I, a couple of things that jumped out to me. So on the monthly reports, quarterly you get a breakdown of heifers and steers uh so that last this report that we just had had that breakdown of percentage of heifers as, as compared to steers and last year of course at this time we had set a record for a percentage of heifers on feed and we just we, we had almost the same percentage this year and actual numbers of heifers on feed was a couple hundred thousand more than a year ago so actually another record uh in terms of the number of heifers on feed 
I'm not talking about placements. I'm talking about heifers on feed uh, off of that report. Um, again, you know, so another reflection of has uh, the rebuild started, has uh, heifer retention started? Not only has it not started, it's not even close. Uh, you know, so that that's one thing that I thought was interesting. Uh, the other thing a little bit that to me is interesting, just because I'm in Iowa, um, is is uh, the fact that the fourth quarter placements for Iowa, Ocno, Beast, the fourth quarter placements was a record low. Uh, that makes me a little bit sad, uh, you know, as you continue to uh, fight, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, continue the feeding the way we are used to feeding here. I, I hope we're not losing uh, hope we don't lose any more of our feeders. Um, so anyway, that's that's out there too. Um, you know that that north south thing. So the north is premium, the south on cash. That's usually what happens when you have a better kind of market because that means we're more current in the north. So we'll see. I, I, again, again, I think there's still a, an argument here, maybe a, a little bit for the friendly side of the market here. Yeah, no doubt, and especially when you consider weights probably dropping here now, will we start to see that reflected on any of these weekly reports? And what is that going to mean for the market, do you think? Thank you for that softball question so I can preach once more about how stupid it is that we have to wait two weeks to get the weights. Um, unfair. Uh, Packer knows what the cattle weigh the day they kill them. That's what they write the check for, right? Wait times price. Sorry. Hog guys get it the next day, eleven o'clock in the morning. This isn't this isn't rocket science. Yeah, I'll be very anxious to see Thursday what the weights as we go back to that brutal week here, where we had fifty below wind shells and a couple of twenty inches of snow. Um, if if we don't see a a stark drop in the weights, I guess I'd be surprised. Uh, you know, anecdotal stuff when I talk around here to and my own. Uh, experience with cattle that I've been delivering uh, here post weather, um, you know, 75 to 100 pounds behind what tracking said it was they were supposed to weigh. Um, that's just what it is. Uh, now, if you're cattle inside, it's not as bad, but any kind of outside cattle, which most of the cattle are, um, certainly were greatly impacted by it. So we should see that hopefully in another week or so when we finally get the data, um, and that that uh, that should uh, you would think help things a little bit as well. Yeah. Weights will probably creep the other way in the hog market just because we've backed up here some hogs with these processing and chain speeds being compromised. Is that maybe a concern for the market? Is that why we were down last week? Well, I think you're spot on. You know, uh, it, basically it's environment. You know, hogs are all fed inside. Uh, they are impacted slightly maybe by the weather because you can't exchange air as quickly in the buildings when it's this cold, but nothing like the outside pins of cattle. And then when you lose the ability to, you know, that slaughter capacity when they couldn't get people to work and had to slow things down and all the rest. Uh, yeah, the fear would be that, you know, we came into this situation somewhat not current and backed up, and now we probably are even a little worse. Uh, so we'll see. Waits over a year ago. Um, yeah, I'd like to, the hog producers that are listening, I'd like to give you something to, Feel good about but i'm struggling uh, we just had a nice rally on the hogs uh maybe you want to pay attention a little bit yeah we've hit some retracement levels there so probably due for a bit of a correction corn and soybeans okay we held some pretty key long-term support areas or at least closed above those levels last week around 12 dollars on beans what 440 on corn does that confirm a low do you think well, how many times have I been wrong, you know, trying to predict a corn low here? Um, you are not the only one, though. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, you look, I mean, so here's a market that was over $8 not very long ago. And, and now everybody's bearish. Now they're at 440. Um, 
I got the contrarian in me is, is, is a little bit, you know, the, the radar goes up, right. When you, when you get that vibe that, okay, it's never going to go up again. Right. Um, yeah, I think a lot of us had the same big bar, uh, drawn across the weekly charts of the corn I'm talking about, um, you know, with that, uh, 440 high and the, the $4 low. And, you know, we came back down and test, you know, it you know, kind of that spot where that whole bull market here of a couple of years ago kind of got started from when we broke out, you know, so when we hung that 438 or whatever was low in there last week, and then rallied on bad news, you know, the old whip the horse, you'd better run a report that was negative, And then it's like, okay, go down there. And the market just kind of finally stalled out and you know, that makes you wonder, okay, so is everybody that's bearish, are they already short now then? Um, you know, there is an end to uh, every move and an objective that you don't get to. So I don't know, I, I guess I sit here and think as negative as everybody is, the contrarian in me with the market holding support and then handling bad news. Now, are we going to go to $6 or something? No. Uh, you know, I think rallying a quarter is first. Uh, and the bean deal, I was I was happy that we're able to stay above twelve dollars, but that's a market too that all of a sudden doesn't care about long-term demand fundamentals that that seem to you know buoy the market all summer long. Uh, right now, we could use a little weather stress in South America. It doesn't appear to be anything risky weather-wise down there for a minute. Uh, still, from a correction standpoint, I guess I would like to think the beans could bounce just a little bit from here. All right, thanks for joining us, Brad Coimo with Coimo Coimovar. Like that's markets now.